Welcome to Bad Dad's Film Review, and welcome to this, which I think will be released on our two-year anniversary of wow. this silly little show. What? Uh, yeah. Two uh, years? I think so. November the 19th, I think so. 162 movies reviewed and countless episodes of Kiddies TV. Well, not countless, 108 of them, in fact, <laughs> is the number I counted. Over 236 hours of what I will very optimistically describe as entertainment, unclogged from our collective dad consciousness like so much matted pubic hair removed <laughs> from a shower drain. The team this week consists of Sidey, without whom none of this would be possible, as this whole thing was his idea. It was him who bullied a reluctant me into doing the show. And he does all the editing and much of the social media stuff too. So if you want to blame anyone for all of this, then blame him. You can't blame me for the Fisher King, though. No. <laughs> or Patterson. No. But I could blame mysterious boy Peter Andre, genuinely the namesake of the former Jordan Cuddler. And uh, Peter, I think you first came on the show for one of my favourite episodes, The Peanut Butter Falcon and Troop Zero. Was that your... I don't know if that was my first. It was definitely... No, it wasn't your first, because and... the first one was when you abused him on WhatsApp while he was in the group. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah 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 so it started off well yeah but i did really enjoy that episode and you you of course responsible you know you candidly discuss parenting a child with down syndrome mm. in that episode and we uh, found out my shocking the musical taste reveal that we've never recovered from it was yeah. a great episode and of course you're also responsible for one of my favorite recent memories on the pod namely being trolled by dan <laughs> into oblivion over not getting the fantastic jim jarmusch movie patterson so much so that we genuinely very sweetly had a listener tweet his sadness at hearing you boys fight <laughs> really yeah he yeah. was worried that there was going to be an actual fight yeah so, but so the trolling has continued <laughs> off yeah but the, the the trolling continues next up is dan a veteran of the show he stepped in at the last minute to help us out with our kiss kiss bang bang episode i think and you barely look back and not just on account of the crippling back pain you experience as a result of your advancing years it would be churlish of me not to mention howie and me so i won't and then there's also me, Reeks, and clearly I like the sound of my own voice. We've had a two-star review, lads. Yeah. Woo. It's that uh, first Why can't it be days. one star? I like, prefer one star. Yeah, well, I said, unlike Fran, who at least had the decency <laughs> to tell us that he didn't like the show and what he didn't like about it, which was great. Whoever the dropper was didn't leave us any feedback. Just two stars. Yeah. I like that name because it says it's a little bit better than one star, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but it's not any better than two. No, I think it's nothing. I think things are either fives or ones, basically. Yeah, you should they? be polarised enough to either leave a five or a one. Yeah. Yeah. Have we got a name for the two-star reviewer? No. Cunty McCuntface. Yeah, exactly. So, it, it, no, if you don't, you know, a two-star review is fair, but leave a review. Tell us what you don't like I'll about the I'll be honest, lads, it was me after I got trolled by Craig <laughs> Patterson. Yeah. <laughs> So there it is, two years bonkers, eh? Yeah. Wow. Maybe it's two stars for the two years. Could be. Yeah. Starry. Right. Symbolic. Well, when we get to year 10, that will be, <laughs> we'll break Apple. Wow. So did any of you guys watch anything this week? I did. I watched, I'm going to say this week, but it's the thing I couldn't remember from last week. I watched Gangster Squad. Have you seen that? The I haven't Ryan seen it. Gosling one. I enjoyed it, actually. Mm -hmm. It was good. Um, and I did watch something else this week. Oh, fuck, I've forgotten again. <laughs> I, I, oh, I just watched Jumanji The Next Level I really like it which was decent good, yeah. which was it's decent good. It's quite really a, good it's quite a slow beginning I yeah. couldn't remember anything about the first one other than obviously the, the, the game and stuff and then there was loads of people in it at the beginning I can't remember my men to know these people it, it did, Danny DeVito popped out yeah, all it, of a sudden it did take a little bit 
longer to get into the action if you like yeah. they, they set up a few new characters Danny DeVito yeah. Danny Glover was uh, another but once it, it to be once you Danny. got into Jumanji yeah. then the pace really picked up and it was it was a really enjoyable film we all know the original was best because it had Robin Williams well, in it. I haven't yeah. seen it for yeah. that very reason <laughs> see I knew I knew it <laughs> I, I also brilliant. watched was it Snowpiercer Snow, well, Snowpiercer, yeah, Snowpiercer, because yeah. you put me on to that. You said, yeah. "Oh, it's not oh, a bad." Film. Just remembered, and like, we were we were bouncing around on Saturday night, not Chris Evans, watch, and it was Chris Evans, yeah, Ginger um, Guy, yeah, that's no. it. It was strange to see him on there, <laughs> and Timmy Mallet turned up as well. It was Bong this June crazy, Ho. yeah, this crazy movie where the whole of society and life is whizzing around the world on a on a train, and the the people in the the lower class need to or want uh. to get to the the top and it wasn't bad it was quite you know it could have been shit because (laughs) they didn't have a lot to play with but i think with the direction yeah he he squeezed as much as he could out of that and Mm. it was it was a decent movie Mm. you've remembered your yeah i watched uh, red notice oh how is it dreadful it's dreadful yeah Mm -hmm. uh kind of enjoyed it though yeah talking of spoilers i watched no time to die last Mm -hmm. night he dies at the end yeah he does die at the end not gonna lie (laughs) I had a tear. Really? A tear. Fucking, In your cock. Because uh, it had gone on for so long. It was. It's a Bond <laughs> film. It's, it's. You know. They yeah, are. Yeah, it long. is. Like with a nothing villain and. A very yeah, boring. like it's. It's yeah. not. It's not the best one. There's some good stuff in it. Yeah. And it's a hot bird. Cuban bird. Anadamas. Yeah. Hell. Well, she's in Knives Out. I've not seen that. Oh, and knock knock. She gets them out. Not in which one? Knock knock. Okay, on that. Not not saying she's it. Not, knock fucking knocker. stunning in this but one. But yeah, I genuinely she... welled up when he got fucking blown to smithereens. Yeah, um, there's no the end, like, especially because there's the daughter angle yeah. and everything like that. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. <laughs> I also watched. Who's over the that? Money Penny is his daughter. No, no, he's got a kid. He's got a kid. I also watched over the the fortnight that I haven't been around here for. I watched the. I, I thought I'd seen it and I hadn't. Gascoigne. I hadn't oh, seen it. Yeah. Oh, so he's I good. That. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a fucking yeah. What's that joker as well. His when the when his mate dies in his arms, basically, he gets mate, hit, that's like really you can see all these traumatic events that would have you know impacted him massively. And I also watched just because I there was I couldn't think what else to watch, and there was like Godzilla versus Kong or whatever. I watched it's that. It's really yeah. good. It's it's, it's it's great. Big no, fighty great. stuff. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Perfect. Wouldn't take too long to go through the plot. Of Fight. That. Yeah. Uh, Kaiju's fighting. Brilliant. Sometimes you want to film like that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I just, was in the mood for something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah, yeah. I, I watched it. Yeah. I watched The Guilty, which is Jake Gyllenhaal thing where he's a 9-11 um, operated thing. It's a Netflixy thing. They're quite good at churning out these dramas with stars in that have got a bit of a hook to them. It's a remake of a Danish thing. I, I watched... The Michael Keaton one. No, I watched a film with Jake Gyllenhaal, and he he's a call, he's an emergency yeah services caller. That's a different one. <laughs> the guilty. Is that it? And halfway. What did I say? You said nine eleven. It's to do with nine eleven. No, 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 nine one one. Right. Sorry, that, that's yeah. what threw me. I've seen that. I watched that film in the last two weeks it's as the well. Same yeah. numbers. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Yeah. It's 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 okay. It's got a good. He hook. gets a call it's, from a girl. A yeah, woman he thinks who's she's being, being abducted, yeah, and yeah. she kind of is. But yeah, there's a good. I'm not going to yeah. no time to. Yeah, die watched it, it as well. Yeah, it uh, it's a good performance from Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> and I watched a really stupid Netflix uh, thing called Hypnotic, which was about uh, a guy who hypnotizes Kate Siegel into banging her and stuff. Yeah. And that was also quite good. Netflix just churn these original dramas out. I think they're giving like young and other filmmakers a chance to see stuff and like cuz that the guilty thing was quite watchable. Yeah. 
I um, saw this good uh, thing on RedTube as well. It was just this kind of amateur documentary, I guess you would call it. I'll have to give you the link to that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did it involve a washing machine that had broken down and a plumber? <laughs> there, yeah, yeah, oh, right, you've, yeah, you've seen it, yeah. Oh, Dan's been wanking. Haven't <laughs> <laughs> we all? Uh, have we got any things from last, like what was last no, week's why top do we five? Forget to... Brides. People do bother as well. Is it's it terrible, isn't it? Sorry, because we do enjoy getting it. And, Hang uh, on, let's not do that. People. People. I tell you what, no, these are the it's people. Fine. Fuck them off. They're, they're, they're just... <laughs> no, we, was it we did. We had to like the Kill Bills. No one ever mentioned Seven Brides or Seven Brothers. I don't think we was... haven't had Home Alone for a while. A couple of weeks ago, somebody put a Home Alone in. There's no you, brides so. in Home Alone. I don't think it doesn't matter. I'm uh, sure somebody will find one. Tenuous links. There's the new one, Home Alone. Home Sweet The musical, Home the Alone series or something. <laughs> it's Apparently it's absolutely catastrophic, which wow. surprises that no could... one. I was just looking online, see if we had any bride mentions from fans out there we in, did, the, in the Twitterverse. Oh, did we? And we, I don't know, it's going to take me ages to look. Darren Leithley, Anna Chancellor's Duck Face and Four Weddings and Funeral, The Bride we and Kill Bill, yeah. OBS, Ellie and the... Prologue, prolapse, prologue, prologue. to oh, up, up, up. Yeah. oh, that's great. Which, as we know, is really shit. Mel, <laughs> all the way out in Australia, so we really ought to mention that. That uh, is a long way. Yeah, Princess Bride and the Bride from Kill Bill, Muriel's Princess Wedding, Bride. which we also mentioned but didn't put in. So, what do you think out of that lot? You probably Princess Bride says it's got the word bride in it. Yeah, it's baked right in. Well, Mel, thank you very much. Princess Bride is in. <laughs> Pete, shoot. Yeah, I chose for our top five this week, I chose mirrors. Can I guess at what possibly motivated? Yes. Is it Twin Peaks? Yes. Yeah, I thought it might have been. That's exactly what it was. There's a couple of outstanding mirror scenes which we can we can nominate, but we cannot spoil because I want these two to watch it. Fuck, okay. Because I've got them. Uh, yeah, I, I've just I've... got... That one and the other one. Like, how's Annie? I was gonna, I was gonna open my opening yeah. entry to the top five was gonna be Twin Peaks because that is exactly what inspired yeah. this. And but I you're not allowed to spoil of, it now. Well, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. I'll let I'll let Sidey sort of like tiptoe through that delicately. Then, um, I what I also it was only in mentioning mirrors. I hate the way Americans pronounce mirrors. Mirror. Mirrors. <laughs> There's, there's two of them. I mean, obviously out, they get loads of herbs wrong. They even say herb wrong. They say herb. Yeah. And then there's like basil and oregano and, and, Pete, Pete, and stuff. You, I, I, you want to take a good, long, hard look at yourself because I think that's... Mirror. Funny. Yeah, yeah, mirror joke. Mirror pun. <laughs> but mirror is one. And the other one is it's squirrel, not squirrel. <laughs> what about the things that float squirrel. in the water? A boy. Oh, buoy! Fucking buoy! But that's yeah, totally but off topic. Boy, it's a weird word, anyway. Yeah, right. boy is a top word, but mirrors. So last week mm. was an anniversary, like the thirty-fifth or the thirtieth anniversary of a particular episode of Twin Peaks, and it was one of the mirror ones that I have, and it's someone looking in a mirror, and the reflection is different. It's not that I cannot. Le- I cannot. Le- I, I will not say yeah. anymore because I know I spoil right, okay. no times like, but okay. I will not spoil that. Right. So Do you know difficult. squirrel in in Italian is squiatolo? I didn't. I didn't know well, that. there you, you've learnt something, and it's viverka in Czech. Thank it's you. a funny word Thank in whichever you. language you want to say. Well, no, it squirrel is, is a perfectly normal word. Just mm. don't pronounce it squirrel 
But yeah, so well, what you've proven is that so Twin Peaks is this mirror content. It's mm. very key to yeah. um, the plot, and you don't want to spoil it. I shan't spoil it then. The, but- the first one where someone looks in the mirror and someone else looks back is my favorite episode of the whole series. It's brilliant. It's absolutely yep. fucking killer. Yep. And the ending, which was the old ending of the entire series, yep. is a mirror shot as well. Okay. So, well, I can't open with that then. So I'm going to open with a recent, to me, film that we've mentioned and is probably one of the most nominated in top five, The, the Shining. Mm. Yeah. So the boy Danny, Danny Torrance, yeah. So we've got he, he's near, quite near the beginning. He's like talking to himself in the mirror. He's, he's like imaginary friend in inverted commas, and he's doing the little finger thing. So that's how he like talks to himself or his imaginary friend. But the iconic red rum, which is really fucking sinister. The, the Go first on, time I saw that, I thought, was I thought on Dan the was going to do it there. I thought you were primed for a, an impression. What the red rum? Yeah. I was yeah, on the cusp no, of having like full on like panic attack the first time watching that. Like, it's it's, it's pretty much the perfect horror film, mm. yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's just so tightly put together. It's so well shot. It leaves you doing all the thinking about how bad this shit is going to be and it leaves you just hanging enough, kind of long yeah. enough on your own to before they reveal anything. It's all and anticipation, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, builds already, and builds and builds and builds with the music the score no, you're, you're, you're right it it does exactly it did exactly to me what i would like a horror film to do to me not just like fucking just show me the insides of people like every 30 seconds <laughs> like, i don't want to scare a little every bit time like, but... and in a totally totally different way like the the alien the first couple of alien yeah. films like with just the suspense like it's like i i don't want to watch but i'm going to because this is compelling and it's fucking the first sinister. time you see it when you see red rum and then you realise it says murder. Well, that's the, the mirror. <laughs> she like, she like she wakes up. He's got a knife. He's just written red rum on the on the wall or the door lipstick. or whatever. And she cuddles him. And as she does, she looks in the mirror and sees behind. Oh, sorry, the mirror and sees behind <laughs> her. Yeah. red rum it's, murder. It's it's fucking just brilliant. Chilling. Electric, spooky. Electric. I just thought it was a horse before that. You've red seen Doctor Sleep? No. Anyone seen Doctor Sleep? Yes. Good. With, well, I enjoyed the movie more than I enjoyed the book. Okay. Is it? Which is weird. The train spotting dude in it. Obi Wan. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I was going to nominate it in the vampires thing because it's got vampire-y type sort of yeah. connotations. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, but. remember, Peter, the enemy has only images and illusions. Ah. Destroy the image, and you will break the enemy. Bruce Lee. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the. Brilliant! Enter the dragon. Oh. We go. Well, I thought I'd, ju- I'd Every jump win. in. Well, it, it, it's it's brilliant, Bruce Lee. It's its final film before his mysterious death in '73, and it was thirty-two. Ju- he was look, look the impact yeah. he had on the world. He was Crazy. thirty-two. Thirty-two impact, years yeah. old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was released just six days after he died. Mm-hmm. This movie, wow. and you it's a capitalise capitalise on the yeah. Well, they yeah. did, didn't they? A classic martial arts film. And this scene, as it's kind of right towards the the end, he goes into this hall of mirrors, doesn't he? And the mirrors, they're just mirrors. <laughs> and it's 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 a crazy it's a crazy ass scene because he doesn't know where the the guy's coming from. And mm-hmm. but being the ninja, he has he adapts and eventually wins and saves the day. But he's that a claw, thing. tiger yeah. kind of yeah. claw hand that he just comes out from nowhere yeah. and just scrapes him. Yeah. And then it's only as the mirrors start to smash that he. he they start getting their bearings and you have the the final fight mm. but yeah that's that's a you can't mention mirrors in movies without that one there's a terrific 
homage to that in John Wick chapter two, where he fights in this sort of neon lit hole of mirrors. Yeah. And um, <laughs> well, they, have the, they have the crazy mirrors. like Yeah. yeah. It, and moving mirrors. And he yeah. shoots the guy through the mirror. Yeah. And, yeah. Shoots the guy through a mirror. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that shoot him though? No, it's crazy. Not how it's mirrors crazy. work. It's mirrors, mirrors work. work. Yeah. Dan, there are over 17 mirrors in the, in mirror, the mirror world. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Susan. Mr. Susan is the guardian <laughs> of the mirror world. Ah, limbo bimbo. <laughs> yeah, my wife and I still say that. Oh, there she is again. All that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mighty boosh. You forgot to take into account my mirror balls. Yeah. <laughs> Look at them shine. <laughs> it's amazing. We all enjoy Dick and Boogie Nights. Uh, culminates mm. all throughout the film we have seen people's reaction to Dirk Diggler's uh, gold member and it's not till the very end where he stands up in front of the mirror fast forward pause yeah and uh, recites some lines and says I'm a big shining star and you see it in all its glory but it um, sadly is prosthetic it's not the real McCoy pathetic no it's it's not pathetic it's epic but yeah there's a good scene there it's it's kind of ripped off from Raging Bull isn't it that last scene well we could have a whole sub-genre of people talking into the mirror because like you say Raging Bull is I could have been a contender and all that not just a bum Mm. which is what I am and that's just us talking that's not a quote well, same same actor talking to himself in the mirror. Yeah, mirror. Taxi driver. <laughs> stop that. Travis. Uh, taxi driver Robert De Niro. Mm. You talking to me, Travis Bickle? Yeah, which you, is you talking to me? <laughs> talking to me? I think he didn't get his. Doesn't good as... sound like no, that. No, no, he doesn't. But yeah, quite. It's it's, it's it almost becomes a montage of him mm. practicing what he's going to say when he sees people, but also. The, the sort of rudimentary, like, springy gun thing that he's made that comes out of his jacket. And famously ad-libbed, I think. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, didn't know that. But, yeah, that that's pretty iconic. That was one of the first ones I uh, thought about. Mm. Yeah, it's a great one. Yeah. Shoot, Dan. You talking to me? Uh, <laughs> right. I, I put a magic mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? Oh, yeah. And uh, you you can take your, it's, uh, your pick, Snow really. White. It Snow, is Snow White. Oh, Snow White's Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Yeah. And, and um, I'm glad you said magic mirror on the wall and not mirror mirror on the wall because it isn't fucking mirror mirror on the wall. Well, that's why I said magic. Yeah, mirror, but, but it's become, that's a Mandela effect Mandela thing. Effect, yeah, yeah, where right. everybody says mirror mirror on the wall, but that well, isn't it's what It's magic mirror said. on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? And you could take the the disney classic which is the one that i'm kind of nominating here yeah. which is 1937 yeah you know i mean how was the i was i was just a young man at the time of course but you've also got a uh, snow white a tale of terror you've got mirror mirror snow white and the huntsman the 2012 film which wasn't bad actually nicky huntsman but the, well. the creepiest magic mirror is is the disney yeah. One. Did you I get think... asked to be in Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs Reeks? <laughs> yes, as Snow White. <laughs> I've not. That's the first time I've ever tried out a short joke with you, and I feel I felt uncomfortable doing it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Reeks well, the bully around here. You know, Reeks. You uh, you put it right back on reflection, Pedo. It wasn't the best oh, choice, was God. it? Very good. Evil Dead Two is a movie I've talked about that I love. Sam Raimi did it and it's got a great scene where Ash who um, has just had to do something terrible is looking in a mirror 
and sort of slapping himself and saying, I'm fine, I'm fine. And then suddenly his reflection leans out of the mirror and grabs him and says, I don't think so. We just cut up our girlfriend with a chainsaw. Does that sound fine? And then the reflection starts choking him and the camera moves back and he's choking himself. And then I think the whole room starts laughing. So it's just a crazy, crazy scene. You know, this thing was made for an absolute pittance. I still hold it up as this huge golden standard for what you can achieve with kind of no money and just a lot of ambition and create something crazy. And another one I really wanted to talk about is the Jurassic Park objects in mirror are closer than they appear Stop scene. Out. Well, let's all talk about it. It's such a great scene. I, I watched it again. I'd big remember game it anyway. Hunter, but... Aren't they? It's, it's um, the they're big in... game hunter guy. Well, they're back in the T-Rex paddock where they where that iconic scene yeah. is. They're, they're doing the getaway in the Jeep Wrangler, which I wish I had a big load of detail about. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't, unfortunately. Yeah. But it, it, it's that classic kind of mix between something that's funny yeah and something scary. that's scary yeah. as well and yeah. it's just and the action of it all coming up i mean well but it's, it's good so as well clever, because i mean you'd had that scene earlier that the, the other scene that's set there that's so tense and set up for ages and you get the stirring in the water and whatnot and then this scene is you get the same beat where you see the water in the uh, footprint yeah. but this time he doesn't fuck about the the t-rex just comes straight out of the trees and they're off like and the, the action scene's got a completely different rhythm to the previous one and yeah. it's, it is actually really good because it's like bustling bus, bustling through the trees and uh, and all that stuff but yeah you see its face in the rear view not so the, the, wing view, the wing mirror yeah. and it says object in mirror are closer than they appear and it yeah. snaps perfectly at the camera it's a great shot it's uh taken off in um toy story 2 mm. it took them ages to train the the tyrannosaurus rex to do to that, do that perfectly. to appear perfectly yeah. in the shot yeah amazing inception mm. inception is a film and when dicaprio is sort of recruiting his team he recruits elliot page mm-hmm. elliot character i can't remember the name of but is uh responsible for sort of building the worlds within i thought that was the, his character the architect was not the architect the but it's something sort of, like that yeah, yeah. Um, she builds those uh, crazy stairs there's well all kinds of stuff and at one point they're in a i think it's under a bridge or a tower or something and the, they just pull but essentially a massive door but it's mirrored and it creates one of those effects, you know, when you a mirror onto a mirror of the infinite mm-hmm. reflections, and it, the whole thing is just really cool the way they do that. Yeah, no, that's that's a, a weird ass film as well, isn't it? Mm. Just a, you've, it's one is of those you need Riggs to concentrate hate on. It? No, just get it gets worse the more you watch it. Okay. Oh, does it? Because mm. I've watched it, I think twice, and I'm still complete. I still get lost at the end, yeah. like too many levels of dream, and yeah. yeah, I feel stupid watching it that I don't get it. And I was going to watch it again, but it gets worse. Well, yeah, that's that was my experience. It might not be yours. Yeah. Another film that includes a, a hall of mirrors completely inexplicably to me, unless someone knows the reason why, is The Man with the Golden Gun, where the best Bond, Rog, he is Scaramanga's gaff and having a, a shootout. It starts off on the beach. They're having like a pistols yeah. at, at dawn or yeah. whatever time of day it is. And then it, they end up oh. in Scaramanga's gaff, and he's got a fucking hall of mirrors in his gaff. Why is that? Do we know why that is? He's got like a fun house, just like in his house. Got a, like a midget. Well. He has. <laughs> well, just yeah, like but that doesn't stuff. explain why he's got. Well, if you've got a third nipple, I guess you just get to do this kind of <laughs> you stuff. You get to look at it. You yeah. want to look at it from all <laughs> angles, so you have you build a hall of mirrors, obviously. But yeah, he yeah, Rog beats him at his own game by sort of appearing. Or pretending to appear in places where he's not using the mirrors and eventually mm. 
shoots and kills at Scaramanga. Spoiler alert. <laughs> All smoke and mirrors. I was standing in front of the bedroom mirror looking over myself the other day and I, I wasn't really happy with what I saw. So I told the wife, you know, I feel horrible, that shape, ugly, grey hair, losing teeth, losing hair, wrinkles, spots. And I said to her, look, babe, I could use a compliment or two, you know. You said your eyesight's fine. <laughs> <laughs> LA Confidential is the the Guy Pierce movie. And Guy Pierce was a guy who was in Home and Away or Neighbours. I think it was Home and Away. You remember him? He was definitely in one of them. Uh, was in yeah, a, I remember him. Yeah. And he he's, he's in this leather jacket. Leather jacket, mm. yeah. Looked really cool, but he wasn't actually that cool. He wasn't as handsome as Brad or, or Jason or any of those. But the the boy can act. That's why mm. he got his part, I think. And he, he's in another thing at the moment called Jack black i think it is a series or which is really good anyway but that's aside the point la confidential he plays a, a movie edmund oxley he, uh, yeah he plays a cop Exley, and he's Exley. he's really straight and he's he wants to do everything by the book there's loads of corruption in the city and everything he's a rat um mm. but he, he comes down to that in the end doesn't it you know yeah, right he, from the get-go he just puts them all out well he he he, he, he but he plays it straight yeah. doesn't yeah. he to, to everyone and there's there's one kind of one of those one-way mirrors as they have in these holding rooms and yeah, everything. Yeah, it's, it's two-way mirrors? No, it's, it's, no it's, it's one way. It's a one-way mirror because you can. it's only mirrored on one side. Right, got it. It okay. presents What's like a, a private mirror, view of the uh, interior on both sides. <laughs> it's a window, yeah. <laughs> but you've heard of the, the saying two-way mirror, haven't you? I don't know. It's Is it a thing? Maybe well, I think you can get the ones that you, you can unmirror them. Yeah, you can, I've uh, heard of double-sided like sticky that. tape. Yeah. It's yeah, not quite the they same. do that. Um, it's great the way they do it, though, because you see the reflection of Oliver Cromwell as their interrogations going on. You know the way they do it, so you can see everyone mm. in the shot. Yeah. Mm. It would be on the mirror, and it's mm. fucking cool. And mm. and, and they, they use it at the interrogation room yeah. mirror in a few films. You know, I've, I've got... Oh, that'd be a good top Yeah, well, was it The Cabin no, it's... in the Woods, as we, we watched not so long ago? That yeah. had a, a funny one, it. didn't I've it? I've got a um, list. Hang on. And... One-way mirrors. No, the, the interrogation. The usual sort of suspects. Vibe. Right. I think that had it as well. The I never watched that. It's actually. decent. It's yeah. all right. It's, all right. Yeah. 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 it's pretty ludicrous, and it's yeah, got some. It's, well, it's Bond. Bond. It's a girl Bond. Angelina um, Jolie. It's a girl Jason Bourne film, basically. Right. Yeah, it's got that. The comedy Bean, the Mr. Bean movie, has it, and yeah, <laughs> Cabin in the Woods as well. Yeah, and probably loads of other ones. Yeah, that'd be. There is. There's one in the in the Rock as well that we watched recently. Sean no, Connery. Right, yeah, yeah he, 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 he like breaks through the mirror. Womack, <laughs> I might have known you piece of shit. <laughs> Strong. I actually remember in Australia, I went for a piss in a bar and I walked up to the urinals and it was just glass. Like it was just, you pissed against the glass and mm. there was behind the glass was a family sat on a picnic bench <laughs> what? in the beer garden. Amazing. So I, I didn't do a piss. I walked back out the toilets, went all the way round into the beer garden, and it was a one-way one-way mirror. So they were blissful. So people would come in and, and you piss, piss and you're people. pissing like a foot away from like a kid's head without them like being aware of it <laughs> at all. So Some genius has invented that. Giggling <laughs> through himself. You, the amount of people you'd then see in the beer, beer garden later, like walking back out and looking around to see what was going on. Mm. That was a nice little gimmick. I think it's you, is it? Is it Candyman? Anybody seen this man, one? Yeah, not the not the remake. I haven't seen the remake. No, especially yeah. right, I think. 
Well, this this is good because you know this unlike, is a horror film, isn't it? It is, but unlike most of the horror movies where it's like a horny counselor is responsible for it, or a group of overzealous parents, or something like that. This is about America's history of like racism and the legacy of slavery because the Candyman, who's never given another name in the movie, he was the son of a slave who was lynched in the late 19th century for having a relationship with the daughter of a wealthy white man. And not just lynched, they cut his hand off and they smeared honey, got honey hook, all over him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they burnt him and they spread his ashes over some housing projects in Chicago, some apparently quite famous ones. And I think probably the most famous thing about the movie is it's like riff on that old urban legend thing. You can't look in a mirror and say Candyman five times. Otherwise you summon him through the mirror. And sometimes he's where well, he's got a hook for a hand, like mm. you said. And sometimes he opens his mouth and millions of bees. bees flies out. Yeah. It's based on a Clive Barker book. And it was originally set in like Liverpool and was about street about social uh, problems in Britain, but then moving it to America and having it about, be about the racial problems as well. Added an extra is, is that the hell? Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, this Candyman's really good. And I, I am quite looking forward to seeing the, uh, there's one right there. Candyman, 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 Candyman. Are you sure Candyman. it's five? So I thought it was three. Uh, five five, done five it, is yeah. a lot. We've done it. Well, if we all perish tonight, you'll so right, yeah, do it in in the man cave where I live. <laughs> <laughs> well, he comes for me first. So. When I was at school many years ago, I did media studies, which meant we got to watch films and study them. Um, and one of the topics was British cinema of the nineteen forties. So we did a lot of Ealing films, and there's an Ealing horror anthology called Dead of Night. It's pretty good. One of them features a cursed mirror. A cuckolded husband believes that his wife is having an affair, so he strangles her in front of the mirror and then slits his own throat. I think I might have seen this. Yeah, it's decent. And then the new owner of the mirror, I think owner of the house which has the mirror, becomes possessed by the spirit that's in the mirror. Mm. Um, it's wow. really surprising to have an Ealing... Because you Horror. just think Ealing yeah. comedy, you'd always just associate Ealing with, with those sort of films. But they do other stuff, and this is mm. definitely worth checking out. Okay, mm. cool. Mm. I think cleaning mirrors in movies, is, you know, somebody does that, don't they? It's a job I could see myself doing. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That is good. That's your best one for weeks. In what I am now convinced is definitely one of my favorite films of all time pulp fiction vince vega when he uh, he goes out he takes mia wallace out for yeah. you know on the date and they do the twist yeah. and shit and then they come back obviously they're getting on like a house on fire <laughs> and then so he goes to the bathroom and, and gives himself a pep talk mm. in the mirror we've all done it mm. yeah. haven't we we've all said yeah, those with, talks with, out loud yeah it's about your mate's missus maybe um, slap yourself in the face <laughs> and yeah. just say i'm gonna i'm not well, so he says so you're gonna go out there you're gonna you're gonna say good night i've had a very lovely evening walk out the door get in the car go home jerk off and that's all you're gonna do <laughs> and he goes out there and she's just like a, a pile on the on the couch overdosed from the heroin that she's taking yeah it doesn't go no. according to plan but it, it's such a great pep talk in the toilet yeah yeah fantastic is it come back round to me then i i'm gonna i'm running out of ones that i've got written down here but apocalypse now begins with this yeah. this kind of sequence showing ptsd rattled martin sheen hold up in a hotel room in fucking saigon and he's he's tormented by his memories and everything and he he kind of just falls around the room and he knocks over a mirror at that stage and everything just showing 
more bad luck coming his way, I guess. But what a fucking movie that is. Mm. It's just such a... I went through a phase where I... All those kind of NAM movies, you know, so Apocalypse Now, Platoon, Born on the Fourth of July, a- anything that was coming out of that era, there was just so many great films and so many great actors had been attracted and directed Metal Jack, into yeah. doing it. Anyway, it was this movie that really set my love for that genre going, to be honest. The soundtrack's fucking awesome. The the It's such a quotable film yeah. as well. And Marlon Brando... Yeah. was fantastic in it although for all the stories of making it and everything it was just crazy well, it just adds to it doesn't it, it? just adds to it it could yeah. all it collapse under crazy. it but it doesn't the i think when they go to the philippines and to shoot a lot of it and it was just a drug-filled kind of binge and marlon brando was just basically doing what the fuck marlon brando wanted to do and he nails it of course in his own way and clever you know francis ford copper's clever directing just kind of made it all great yeah someone that's like, right i said like that. something like that um what the fuck is uh buffalo Waterfall. bill from uh <laughs> science of lab yeah. says he's uh and have you ever tried it no what well, hidden your junk and stood there like you got a vagina 100 like oh, I've, I've, I've got a story i've got a story that not not in a mirror but I, I walked out in town in, in, a, <laughs> in a gym in a gym with a mate of mine. I came out of the shower with my knob tucked between my legs and said, "Oh, I'm in the wrong changing rooms." Just as my dad walked in, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, because pa- Paolo, my best man at my wedding, Brett, like put that in, in his best man speech. <laughs> very good. Really, that wasn't very awkward. Good. Yeah, yeah. Black Swan is a horny ballet film. Mm. Um, Fast forwarded through this. Really? Yeah. It's never, good. Yeah, it? I know. But I just wanted to see the, the hot bits, but there wasn't really any, was there? <laughs> well, is that, that one, the one famous scene? But it, the the culmination is a smashed mirror and a shard is impaled mm. in, in our heroine, Natalie Portman. But it's all unclear, is it? All in her mind. You know, mm. you just don't know what, quite what's going on. But you should watch it properly it's good it's really good okay yeah maybe if i'm scratching around for something it's always there you know to, to great see. ballet it... content yeah strong right up strong. there in terms yeah. of ballet he's never mm. made a bad movie for me out of everything i've watched everything's interesting darren aronofsky does mm. Mm. i've not seen it but yeah, it's, it's really good yeah very cool. very good obviously we want to try and wrap things up quickly so three i'd say three fucking brilliant stellar films here the matrix obviously neo takes the red pill and then he's uh, sat in a chair and he looks at the mirror and he go and he points touches the mirror and then obviously it starts distorting everything and then he awakens in the real world terminator the terminator gets shot and then that really fucking graphic mm. albeit dated like animatronic sort of That's scene exciting. where he like cuts into his own eye mm. and then puts his sunglasses on and another fucking brilliant film home alone where <laughs> uh. <laughs> where kevin is uh yeah he's home alone is, in the gaff what else he, are you gonna do is he doing the yeah, bit with his like hair spiking up his hair and using all the the products the and stuff and he puts aftershave on his face and, and it like and makes him squeal but that wouldn't happen because he hasn't had a shave 
So just putting after shave on, if you put it like on your leg, it's not going to burn. It's only because you've had a shave that it kind of the yeah. alcohol in it. Right. So I that wouldn't happen. Con- what so plot hole? Are you maybe saying? it went in his eyes. No, it doesn't. It's on his generous. cheeks. He slaps it on his cheeks and then like sort of yeah. does like comically a fake, burning yeah, his yeah. cheeks it's for shame. Fucking hilarious. It's not, his it's, not, it's, not it's not hilarious at all. Yeah. crap. No, I just want yeah, to get home alone. Like that one. It's a good one. Any more, Dan? Well, I've got another another kind of story when we were sat in the bar with with Swayze and I noticed these two old drunks across from us and I laughed and said, that's us in 10 years. And he said, that's a mirror, my friend. (laughs) But that was actually not a true story. And a true story I do have is Rocky. That was a true story. Do you remember the mirror in Rocky? There's loads of mirrors in Rocky. You could choose the the trainer montage one, but montage. one of the one of the the first bits actually in Rocky is you see normal Rocky a day in the life as you're kind of introducing to him and he's just going into the, doing his run and everything. And just before he's he goes to see Adrian, he, he he's kind of talking to himself in the mm. mirror a little bit. And it just shows his his vulnerability, and you realise fucking hell, he wrote that. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, he's out of nowhere, really. I mean, he was the... In three the attack- days. Fucking, was it as quick as that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's even more incredible then. But, I mean, you get into the flow of these things, don't you? So yeah, you do. Three days. Yeah, three, you, know. you can knock out a Rocky. It just- <laughs> knock out a Rocky in three days once, <laughs> once you're doing it. But he's practising a joke to tell her, you know, and it just kind of shows how much he, he cares about yeah. this next kind of uh, mm-hmm. scene that he's he's written for himself but uh, no in his, in his life you know it, and it's one of the most vulnerable kind of moments and it shows what a great actor he was not mm. just writer but yeah. you know actor as well a couple last ones for me the first spider-man movie norman osborn does a lot of talking to mm. the green goblin in the uh, mirror and obviously <laughs> we've got that coming out soon the trailer, trailer tomorrow well. which will be exciting isn't it Days ago, if you were listening to this on Friday. Yeah, sometime days ago. And what we do in the shadows as well show, so shows the downside of being a vampire because you have to get people to tell you what you look like because you can't see yourself. No reflection, yeah. Yeah. Well, so, reflection, vampires aren't that scary. Yeah. <laughs> and then I couldn't really not nominate the movie Mirrors, Mirrors, which is really average Kiefer Sutherland type thing, but it's called Mirrors. So, mirrors yeah saturday night fever yeah travolta Great film. um is uh, oh, wait, wait. getting ready he's blow drying his hair his old and, man but he's just wearing him. like black speedo-y type kind of tucked his cock behind him and his old man bursts in <laughs> that's the one harry potter and the philosopher's stone has uh, the magic yeah. mirror does indeed yeah i show you not your face but your heart's desire yeah is that yeah? That's the first one, isn't it? Yeah. I've seen that. Doesn't he see his parents? parents yeah. yeah, his parents who are, who have deceased. Mm. They're no longer with him. Mm. Uh, and an American Werewolf in London, the musical, right. the series, uh, yeah. is <laughs> David Kessler is the the dude, and he's just again just looking in the mirror, and his dead friend appears next to him in some sort of now looking quite dated makeup. Scares the shit out of him. No, yeah. man, the makeup's still pretty good in American Werewolf, isn't it? Not that particular bit. Oh, it right, looks like okay. they've painted him green. It's like what people now have for Halloween makeup. It's not... It, the, the, the other stuff is impressive, but that, that one it looks particularly biff, in my opinion. So that's me. Okay, last couple. Just picking up on there. I think in, in horror films, it's used as a device for... Especially like the you know bathroom cabinet mirrors where you oh. they open the bathroom cabinet... Forgot one, and then when they close it, 
there's a face and yeah. that's then that's a good one they, it? they it's not taking it off but it's used in like Shaun of the Dead when the guy Peter Serafinovich yes yeah yeah so he, he's I think he's called Pete in the film mm. isn't he but he he's there like just being an arsehole because he's like the landlord or whatever yeah. but then by the second time it happens he's Zombified. There's like a, sh- like a silhouette of him in the shower, and he's just groaning, and he has he has become a zombie. Last couple, uh, Predator Two is a film I like, and for so- for a weird reason, he has he's had his arm hand cut off by Danny Glover, and he find- Predator finds himself in a bathroom, smashes the mirror, and gets some tiles, and then gets his little medical kit that he's got out which is you know it's very sort of first aid conscious of him to carry that around and he ends up like cauterizing his stump using melted down mirror and tile we've all done that yeah (laughs) and the final one the truman show because obviously the cameras uh the mirrors are used to sort of do a lot of footage of him Mm. like cleaning his teeth or whatever it is and there's the the scene where he he gets some soap and, and he draws like at first they think oh maybe he's onto us because he's looking straight almost through the mirror and he draws like a an astronaut's like helmet and then starts like fantasizing that he's just landed on a planet or something like that and it's quite a we sweet should, film we should midweek mention that i think it's yeah yeah worth, yeah, worth that. but that's one i forgot that is a great sequence that we've spoken about before is contact where jodie foster oh, yeah. as a youngling runs through the house to go to the cabinet and reaches up and the camera's somehow flipped and it's it's like you've been it. following the reflection yeah so i don't think you actually see the mirror i think mirror. you kind of almost go through it, it must yeah. be loads of camera tricks when they do this it, to, there is information not... out there of how it's done yeah. i forgot one as well yeah. that i wanted to mention face off uh i want yeah, you get, i mean there's some yeah. great stuff in there with the mirrors and they're shooting through them and that sort of stuff and then but when they meet he says it's it's like looking in a mirror but mm. not mirror because it's, yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a good one in, uh, in Patterson as well when uh, <laughs> he's kind of looking at the, the bus the bus kind of mirror oh I was um, so anxious in that rever- reversing so. what are we going to put in then Pete uh, I really want to do Vince Vega but I'm I might. I, I think I want to do Mr. Susan. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, there are there are over seventeen mirrors in the mirror world. Yeah, there are. It, it's either for me. It's either that Patson one or it's Enter the Dragon. I, I'll go for the Bruce Lee Enter the Dragon though. I will go with what was I going to go with? This is some good flummoxing, isn't it? Mm. Oh, Candyman. Okay, mm. I was definitely going to go with Candyman. That's a great one. I'm putting in Twin Peaks. Mm. Oh, wow! That was the inspiration well, behind this. And then put in your nomination so we can ignore it. No, we so we can flummox around trying to yeah. remember what we'll they were. definitely mention it. And it's because we get inundated with so many, it's just yeah. hard to keep track. You should probably ask listeners to not spoil Twin Peaks there because we could have spoken for half an hour just about Twin Peaks mirrors. Yeah, don't, it's really bad form to spoil stuff, so please don't do that. Like you did with Bond. And, uh, yeah. We're, we're going to have to uh, watch this, aren't we, at some point? Twin Peaks. It's I'm, definitely I might never worth. watch it out of oh, spite. Well, I mean, it's up to you, but you've been denying yourself some, <laughs> some top tier entertainment. This, this one, I'm actually going to change my position. Cheese electric, <laughs> cheese from a family of eccentrics, or something like that. Yeah, nice, cheese. Yeah, I actually had to do the Liam Gallagher pose for that. Yeah. Nailed it, nailed, nailed it. it. We Watch. have got cheese, though, Pete. You yeah. have supplied some. 
I, I've supplied three types of cheese. Um, none that we've ever got on the subscription before, but I think you've probably had a Black Bomber before, I'd imagine. That's a Christmas staple, yeah. Yeah, so that is a really solid, mature cheddar. Yeah, I've, I've got involved with the Black Bomber. Yeah. Squeaky, is it? Jeez. Yeah, quite squeaky. We've got a, I've never heard of this, it's a Nababo which is from Italy. It's use, use milk. Mm. It's a uh, washed rind, so it's stank before we yeah. kind of... Is that, is, is that That's the, not the stink yeah. one. It's That's the, not the dog dick. No, one. it was powers combined. But wow. yeah. So Nababo is a twist on the Taleggio, which I think mm. we, we all knew <laughs> it was. That's obvious, yeah. Yeah, it's got some um, slightly buttery flavours, fruitiness balanced with flavours of yeasty bread dough, a hint of lemon, zest, earthen plums... Of course, we always want cheese that tastes of earth. And I didn't get a lot of that. It's not. I thought yeah. it's fairly bland. It smells it's, more interesting yeah. than it tastes. It's it's all right. What I would say, and I'll, I'll bring them in now, hmm. is the balsamic pickled onions that were your hmm. shout from a couple of weeks ago. Side, so I bought them, and they elevate any yeah. cheese. Yeah, yeah. And we've still got a mix of pickle pots, yeah. extra chilies, and there's also. Not a right. I don't think anyone else has tried it. So I gave it a whirl. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Roccolino al Tartufo, which is an Italian Excellent. Roccolino uh, with truffle. It's an almost obvious match, but inevitably <laughs> so. Inevitable because the attraction between the two foods is, is quite clear. The delicacy fruit of the earth with the great intensity of aromas and flavors enriches the clean and almost crisp texture of this little matured cheese, increasing its complexity and prestige. It, wow, it's truffle though. For me, truffle is just it's too strong a flavour. I don't vibe with it. Yeah, I'm not as scared of it as you, and and I'm all over it. This was the one that you brought along in its own Tupperware box because it is so very it pungent. Fucking stinks to high heaven. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. you opened that box, there was yeah. a sudden. Yeah. It was like a demonic apparition in the room wasn't it It turned your stomach it, it did i had to leave the room for a yeah. moment which helped that i was going anyway but yeah it it settled after a while didn't it well yeah when i got it out of the box i first of all thought i hadn't washed my penis for a couple of weeks but because <laughs> uh, you know I, that I smell yeah it's um it, it's not anything that's that's enticed me over to the cheese board at the moment might have a drop of red later and and Ooh. give it a go but yeah. the the balsamic the uh, one, pickled the, onion. The one that looks like a block of plastic. Right, if you have yeah. that with a pickled onion, it's a winner. Yeah. That's Because right, the, the cheese is fairly neutral. That segues very nicely into this week's movie, Pete, which is one of your nominations. It is. Well, it is one of my nominations, but mm. only by proxy, because I was chatting to a, a listener wow. of, of this very show, as someone who you guys haven't been able to engage with at all because he's not on social media. But uh, yeah, a guy I work with who, yeah, he's a fan of the show, listens to most of our episodes. And I kind of like meandered over to him at work and was like, his name is Daniel Dusenqua. And I meandered over Dusenquist. to him at work and said, have you got any films that uh, that you have watched in the last, sort of, that have come out in the last five years, 10 years, whatever, that you would say are either a must watch or you think would be quite divisive or, you know, like polarise people's opinions and stuff because they seem to be good conversations when someone loves it, someone hates it, but it invokes kind of um, opinions yeah. nonetheless. And he said, have you seen The Shape of Water by Guillermo del Toro? Yeah. And I said, no, never even heard of it. 
And he was like, oh, I like Oscars and Oscar nominations and mm. stuff like that. It's, yeah, watch it and let me know what you think. So this is me and the rest of us now letting him know what we think. So that was the film I nominated. Mm. It was, you're right, it was the Oscar winner. Right. Best picture. I'd Ooh. never heard of it or seen any, like, posters or anything from it. I just knew it as the fish fucking movie. Well, <laughs> then I sort of threw it out to side. I said, have you seen Shape of Water? And he said... I th- he said, no, I think it's the one where a bird fucks a fish. And I was like, well, that <laughs> seems like a really good film for us to like yeah. watch. It's right up our alley, isn't yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 And I'd it- seen this. Yeah. You uh, had? Seen yeah. It. Yeah, I yeah. Had. yeah. 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 It's a fish fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. So it's like an entirely new genre of porn that I'd not considered yeah. watching and, and in- engaging with before. But mm. you'd never considered before. No. no. All right. Okay. Good. No, it's it's an adult fairy tale, isn't it? Yeah, that's a gothic fairy tale thing that Guillermo Guillermo del Toro does. He he did Pan's Labyrinth, which was the one that I'd seen of his and remembered before. But he's done a few more. He did Hellboy, well, isn't he? Hellboy, Hellboy Golden Army. Mm. Yes. I really like all those movies. Mm. Not seen Pan's Labyrinth, but I've oh, heard lots great. of good things about it. It's great. Yeah. But this is the shape of water, and we start underwater yeah don't we dark it's actually not clear at all where we are no and there's a man's voice narrating and he's telling a story isn't he and the it is <laughs> yeah it is 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 the is it the the so, neighbor yeah the, the, the voice yeah so the the narrator turns out to be the 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 neighbor and he's telling the story of of this woman that lives next to him and it opens up in this scene and they're under underwater in her apartment well it, it, it looks like the apartment's underwater it's really cleverly done and then there's the water the water sort of evaporates away and it turns into her sleeping on the uh, couch sleeps on a chaise long yeah mm. nice yeah you it, say that's good night sleep on a chaise long mm. no, 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 no it depends no. how fucked you are but you know the you said it was beautifully shot. It all was, wasn't it? I mean, it really. I mm. think that all the way through this film, it's mm. just the visuals. Yeah, are, are, straight away, you know, you're not watching something cheap that we could all make ourselves a, over a weekend. Yeah, it's, it's pretty like captivating. Yeah, in but terms it's of the colours. It. Um, visually, the... it's so reminiscent of Amelie straight yeah, away, is, yeah. like mm. the colour palette. But anyway, yeah, it's still it's in, in the opening sort of like narration. It explained doesn't it explain where she she was found as a baby by a river or. Is that at the like beginning? That. Is that, when, when was that? That's a little bit later. Oh, little bit later. The, the co-worker is explaining. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry, so yeah. A little yeah. bit later on. But yeah, she's just... Well, she's she's, a, she's a, a lady who we find out it, it works at a... Well, she frigged herself off for... Oh, she yeah. does. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's straight away. Right, out, yeah. right out the gate. Fishy yeah. fingers from so we've the seen, beginning. We've had Dick twice and now we've had Bush. She's yeah. really efficient <laughs> because she sets her eggs to boil. Hard-boiled eggs, eight minutes? Yeah. So and she's already filled a bath and then she goes off for a wank, and then so yeah. she's got eight minutes to get herself off, which looks pretty efficient. She's got. Yeah, she's, she's, it seems like a morning routine mm, that yeah. yeah she can buff herself in in eight minutes. <laughs> that, so that tap water of overrun, you think? Well, it does later, doesn't it? Clearly, yeah. yeah it she lives later. in a above really a theatre. Di- disregard for the place that she lives. Yeah, yeah. it, it was well, kind of dirty. It was well. kind of dirty. Yeah, which yeah. is strange because she was quite. Clean, otherwise, you thought she'd have given the place a bit of a tidy. Yeah, something that becomes quite well, very apparent quite quickly is that she is mute 
Mm. She has no ability to to talk at all and communicates to her neighbour through sign language and her co-worker also through sign language. Mm. You kind of end up as translators some of the time for her, don't you? Yeah, yes. They live above a movie theatre. Oh, uh, you get that shot quite early as well. Yeah. Don't you do you? really early on, mm. and yeah. it's playing the story of Ruth. Setting the setting the scene, we see this young single female who lives above a theatre, and that theatre it's pretty cool. It's it's a pretty ele- pretty elegant place. Beautiful, it's called the Elgin Theatre in Toronto, and uh, that's where they held the premiere yeah. of the movie. So mm. you get so you got that nice. meta thing, and there's there's a few meta things about cinema and whatnot going on as well in the movie some of them on purpose and some of them well just meta other reasons maybe but she works as like a cleaner janitor cleaner Mm. in a like a sort of a secret government laboratory and we're set in the 1960s 60s yeah 1962 62 yeah yeah so she works um as a cleaner she's got a pal cleaning pal zelda Mm-hmm. who sort of talks to, to her all day and kind of has taken her under her wing yeah. a bit. Octavia Spencer. Spencer. I like her. She's yeah. been in a few cool things, actually. Yeah. 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 I don't think it's sort of too quick to fast forward to what has uh, th- this laboratory is, is kind of doing. Mm. And there's a character we're introduced to, a character called Strickland. He's, a, he's like a, an he's army. A, he's a nice guy, as the name would suggest. It's yeah. Michael Shannon. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's crazy, and it's Strickland. Mm. You he's, know, he's, he's introduced to us when he takes a piss. Yeah. And he yeah. Just, they're, they're in the... In the men's room. The cleaning yeah. ladies. Cleaning up. Room. And he just says, no, that's right. You can stay while I take a piss. And just, it's really fucking. He says, right. Did you, he says, you can tell a lot about a man yeah. by whether he washes his hands before he well, she She offers piss. him a towel, doesn't she? Yeah. He's like, no, no, I've already washed them before. I went for yeah, before or after. And he touches his dick. And then he's like, and you can tell a man, you can tell a lot about a man. I didn't understand that straight away because you. You wash your hands afterwards, right? Because <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. he, and then he deliberately sort of eats his favourite sweet. Yeah. And he says it's it's a weakness of character if you do it both times. Yeah. No. What? Wash it afterwards, you fucking weirdo. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah, instead of having a pissy sweet. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Strickland. So that sets the tone for him. He's very, he's got his cataprod. He just leaves on the mm. sink and it's bloodstained. So you know this guy's pretty full the on real deal yeah. yeah and the reason he's there is because they bring in the asset mm. that's what they describe it as it's as the first we see is just a big long metal cylinder yeah uh, sloshing about with water but i think there's a raw maybe uh, oh from in, yeah, yeah. Like that, that sort yeah. of thing yeah <laughs> she also spends a lot of time with her neighbor giles who's yeah. a closeted sort of middle-aged guy richard jenkins we saw him in Genko. cabin in the woods yeah yeah, yeah. One of the guys. yeah i like him actually he pops up in a, a few different things like this just as as Th- this as is parts. cut by far and away the, the well it's, it's a film i've seen that he's had the biggest part in he's been in other things i think he's in um, step brothers he's the, like, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. the dad and stuff but he's always been like uh this is he's it's in part of main like cast here supporting supporting actor. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But he was like on the screen quite a lot in this and but he's key yeah he's key mm. to the thing he's a he's an artiste he is, he is yeah, yeah. he's a very talented artiste he's brilliant mm. yeah he does he does like sign writing as well and that classic 1960s instead of you know they did the original posters and stuff yeah. and they, they'd hand paint them all they'd put them on the side of a, a truck or a shop or something and yeah was, but i think that was on the i you know on the verge of being pushed out 
as well. Well, as as it turns out, he mm. loses his job a little bit later on, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Um, he does. Mm. He depicts that modern 60s living at mm. the yeah. time and it's got a different aesthetic. Oh, it's done- yellowy pastels. Yeah. And it's bright red jelly at the beginning and all the families have got this rictus grin. And it's important later because when you see Strickland's home life, it's the same as the the as what he's drawn yeah. well, on the he's done all the the correct things isn't he through his you know you can imagine that he's he's learned his trade he's he's done everything well and it as it turns out you know he followed that kind of dream and things haven't worked out as as he would like to but i mean kind of jumping ahead because you've got the the scene where <clears throat> they bring in the the asset, this sea monster, and you you kind of see that they they've dragged him in from the Amazon. Well, the next the next before we see it, the next time we see Strickland is that there's a scream. Mm. Oh yeah, there's a great big scream, and we don't know what it is. And he runs out into the hallway, and you don't know quite what's happened. And someone just shouts, "He's losing a lot of blood!" Uh, and he's had his hand, his half his well, two his of his fingers, fingers are bitten off. Yeah. Do they say bitten off right away? You don't quite know exactly no i think it's not apparent clear. that you um, know we've started joining the dots between yeah. there's a sea creature and now he's just lost two someone fingers. comes in and asks the two ladies to go in and clean and get out mm. quick and so they what is it eliza eliza yeah. Yeah. She, oh, eliza. she pours some water down and uh, these two fingers come out from under a cabinet and she just picks them up and puts them yeah. in her, her lunch bag. Which, yeah. is, which is sally hawkins okay she was good in this as well i mean she obviously doesn't say a word um <laughs> but i really like her i mean she's some voice as well i've seen her in a, f- a few things i don't think i've seen her in anything else oh, i've not seen her in anything else oh really yeah. no she's been in other stuff she was really? in paddington yeah. not seen it. yeah that was after that. this paddington too mm. not seen that it's good uh, i've seen almost all of her though so yeah she finds herself with octavia cleaning out the the enclosure what is it it's like a, it's a massive tank, a tank. tank yeah and then you've got like a a kind of c- cylinder shaped tank haven't you that's yeah. upright and a big pool kind of tank where mm. you can't see the bottom you just see the the top of the mm. the water it's got some kind of green algae something that they keep adding floating to floating chemically yeah. something yeah. or others yeah. yeah but it's it's it becomes obvious that she's become really curious about what this yeah creature is fish curious yeah <laughs> that's exactly what she is yeah fish man curious she she um she, she breaks into there. there starts having her lunch yeah. and all that then she yeah. she plays music benny goodman well she starts leaving eggs and eggs yeah. yeah out and then you kind of see the the creature sort of reveal itself yeah very um, creature from the black lagoon yeah yeah and yeah, and it's it's you it's know, nice from his regular torture breaks with Strickland yeah. to have an egg. Yeah, that. that's yeah. If there's anything between you torture. know one or two eggs though, and then after that, I'd want something different. Yeah, so. I wouldn't. I don't. Cold egg is anathema to me. No, it's it's yeah, not. It's not something I go cool crazy. Cool hand, Luke scene almost going yeah. on. Oh. But yeah, it, it, I mean that, this is just about obviously establishing trust and things and building a relationship, mm. and slowly, slowly she brings in the the music as well and kind of she turns she starts to turn the music off and he communicates you know basically saying i like the music you know mm. it's yeah. nice put it back on and i so like the eggs there's that and... scene where they keep she keeps turning it off and he you know they start to build up uh, but when we say communicates 
He's utterly animalistic. Really. Yeah, as in, but you can tell that he's not and... screaming. He's, it's, a, it's a noise enough. You can deduce enough that he likes the music. Yeah. And he's sort yeah. of, you know, there's some... It's like a chimp, that level of intelligence. No, there's a little bit more no, going I think, on I think there, there is, there is some more. Like he's, well, what, what's clear is that he obviously doesn't have vocal cords. And she... And she doesn't have vocal cords it's it's alluded to that she's got mm. she's got scars on her neck and there was some kind of accident or whatever where she mm. she was found with them as a baby yeah. wasn't she and yeah. and it was assumed that her sort of vocal cords were damaged because of this so that's why she only mm. communicates through sign language and you know they have to communicate physic rather than vocally yeah um mm. what what the bit i sort of i i didn't get is because the the like the the backdrop to all of this is the space race and it's kind of like really skirted over very quickly, almost like, oh, this sea creature will because definitely help us get he, into space quicker. The idea is that he can breathe in two yeah. different atmospheres. Right, so got it. Yeah, they say about, it's obviously a Cold War thing, and they say about that they sent up a dog, and then we laughed at them, but they then they yeah. sent up a person. So, yeah, it's about what they can do to get the right okay. up. So that but, okay, yeah, makes flimsy. more sense. You're right, flimsy. But yeah, it's all going on. There is a new doctor at the facility, mm. Robert Hofstetler. Yeah, it's Michael Stuhlberg. Which yeah, one's, which one's which? They both sound like the Doctor. Oh, Stuhlberg is the actor. I right. did recognise him. Oh, I didn't. I haven't written it down. But he's actually a Soviet spy named. Yes, hello, Dimitri. Dimitri yeah, and he he tells his bosses that he believes the creatures can 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 communicate yeah. and they're yeah. intelligent. Um, but well, they're just going to kill it and dissect just it. Have it killed. Yeah, yeah. Strickland's yeah. had enough. He's been. You can see he's been torturing it. Which is obviously teaching him nothing. You're not learning anything from torturing his no. animal. He just wants him cut up, dissected. What can we learn? But yeah, you're right. The 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 agent or the doctor convinces him no, he needs to be kept alive. You know, mm. just we can learn. More. We can yeah. learn more if he if he's alive. But yeah, yeah, the 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 Russians as well want him dead because if they can't have him, then nobody yeah. should. Mm. Yeah, that's it. But this 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 doctor is a scientist is even though he's like a KB, KKB, KGB agent, he's also intrigued by this creature and he wants the creature kept alive. And wants, yeah, he's, you know, a, he's he a scientist, isn't so he? So much first. more to be yeah. gained from studying and observing and, and trying to interact and, and everything with, with the creature. So eventually, Sally Hawkins, Eliza, she's, she's on to the fact that if I don't get him out of here, he, he's done. So she mm. brings in the neighbour for a bit of help who originally doesn't want to help her yeah. but then well, he he's goes like this to is the, crazy You're, this is crazy it's crazy yeah. shit you this want to is... go into a, a nuclear or a, a, a facility guarded <laughs> and, and, and he, he knows that she's got creature. more than just uh she's got a real connection to him she's know? got yeah. a crush, she's, she's she's got a crush on the, well he so. has his own motivations as well because he's sort of had this flirtation with a pie shop boy yeah, yeah. Is he's that the, a thing? The yeah. key lime pie boy. Yeah, he's got yeah. a fridge yeah. full of these fucking horrible looking <laughs> green jelly. Yeah, a lot of green things. in this. Yeah, a huge yeah. amount of green's the future. Yeah, well, he he goes into the the diner, doesn't he, mm. on this day where she's asked him for his help and he's refused her, and he finds out that the 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 pie guy actually is isn't gay. He doesn't have a chance. In fact, he's a he's a homophobe and he's he's, he's a racist yeah, as well. So all his dreams are shattered in and around eating all this pie, going to this same shop mm. all the time to meet this cute pie guy and it's bullshit. So he realises 
where's my friends you know where, mm. and i'll go back and why not fuck it i'll help why yeah, not I mean, break into a military institute break a fish now now. Time. Yeah. i'd say his initial sort of stance of trying to dissuade her from this plan was kind of sage advice yeah, yeah. i would i'd be with him and say like no breaking into a, like a government facility to here you know, you're making steal like a steal a serious creature. felony mm. it's not you know, but still, yeah. There's, there's no good can come of that. There's it's a unique position. Not really the man with the temperament for this sort of for either. No, he's he's uh, a little he's, bit nervous as a getaway driver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah not we, ideal. Although quite a good forger, it hadn't dried, but it looked the part. It did, like yeah. the forgery for mm-hmm. the, the the documents. Oh, but, there's a whole heist thing here. Yeah. It's quite cleverly done, it, isn't it's, it? But it's, there's it's, probably no reason to talk about no, it. No, there's not. Much but, the, but by Apart this time, from, the KGB guy has has realised what's happening. He's on he, side when he walks into the room. He always he notices her, the the cleaner. What's her name, Eliza? Yeah. and knows that she's up to something. He notices. In one of the scenes that where he's having a disagreement with Strickland, he notices the camera being moved away from the unloading bay, mm. but doesn't say anything because he's now started cutting onto the fact that this girl is very mm. interested in the mm. sea creature. And, well, and also, he's got a bit of a hard on for her because when he bangs his wife, he puts a his stumpy oh, Strickland hand. You're talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you're no, talking about? Strickland. I was talking about the the uh, KGB guy. Oh, Dimitri, it yeah. knows what she is up to and cottons onto it, and then goes to sort of collaborate with her because. You know, he wants this. If you know, he he doesn't want this like creature to be chopped up. No. Like, work best case, worst case scenario, let it let it go free. Yeah. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Strickland has taken a shine to her. I think because like it, it's all about domination and and you know, for for him mm. and suppression. That's what he wants to do to the sea creature. That's what he wants to do to all of his like. He wants to do it to the the, the scientists. What does his wife say to him? I can't remember. She just gets like one boob out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's great. Yeah, it is great. Yeah. She says something like, oh, yeah, just let's go upstairs or something. And then he's just rattling her. His uh, pants are down by his ankles. (laughs) Yeah. And he's almost, he thought he was going to strangle her in a minute with his like gammy hands. Yeah. He wants her to be mute because he's obviously fantasizing about Eliza, who he can quite easily take advantage of as far as he's concerned well he says at one stage doesn't it i like you because you can't talk or yeah it's some, mm. something along that i was yes. there with, i was with him on that <laughs> i mean uh, they is, break uh, out. I, I want to say at this point like he's a great actor he's fucking horrible yeah he's more mm. of a monster yeah than the actual monster in this film he's absolutely hot and he kind of looks a bit like a sea monster or, or a monster yeah of some we kind talked about well. adam driver being like interesting to look at and yeah. so, is, so is michael Shannon. Yeah. he's just like uh, i must admit complex. in this i thought it was a bit over the top in in his character i thought it was they forced it a little bit Shannon. too much the the bad guy in this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. at one point know. he just completely outs himself as a racist as well yeah, yeah. it just yeah. like you hammer they but, hammer it home that he's hmm. there's just no redeeming features but, but this, you know, this is the 60s like, i mean obviously yeah, this no, isn't a true story but the, you know not, you, you imagine yeah. what they did you know they were sending dogs and monkeys and stuff yeah. up into space mm. they'd fuck they cut the head off something to find out something in a heartbeat mm. and not give mm. a shit and also, racism was absolutely and alive and, yeah. and breathing in in those times. So, yeah, I know what you mean. He was almost sort of like Still is, an exaggeration. It is, but like not yeah. quite as as um, openly as as it was back then. But yeah, it, it, I didn't disbelieve that there would be assholes like this that are you know mm-hmm. in the military and mm-hmm. only think with either themselves or like the 
you know the country's or the, like the general's mm. fucking you know or his own interests yeah yeah yeah, yeah. they i mean we, there is a big heist dimitri the russian guy takes the Serena. lethal injection that he was supposed to give to the fish man yeah. and injects a poor the, guard with the it. Yeah. Yeah. He's no the, like, the one, the one the guy. Fuck? I mean, he's just doing his job. Yeah. He yeah. just stopped the truck, the getaway he's a, he's truck. He's a KGB and, agent. Yeah, he's, but nah, that's yeah. like, what? I thought that was a little bit harsh. Of, that's, yeah, uh, maybe I, I missed know, that. Maybe there was one to knock him he out. Goes, he goes, I mean, no, again, I, I, CCTV or nothing. I see that as, believe it, like his, his fascination would be with the sea creature. I don't think that that necessarily yeah, meant that he damage. Held was, human life in really high regard. Well, like no, he was I a, thought his idea was that he held life in regard. It's one of the central themes. No, no, he kind of goes, ba- goes back to his job, doesn't he, and goes yeah. to the next security guard. Oh, it won't be the first person he's killed, killed. Mm. and it, being in the position that he's in, and this this is an extreme set of circumstances. Like like you say, so mm. collateral doubt. Like if one mm. security guard, American security guard, dies. So that this secret, so yeah, like secret say, creature can be preserved. He's fucking he's KGB down with it. as yeah. an agent, you know, yeah. placed within. He would have to have done some stuff to prove himself to be capable. So very, very, very much yeah. so. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that is how it works though, because they just it's turned just, in movie land. Yes, and, scientist. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's much more plausible that he was just a scientist that worked there and worked not for like, his belief in it. And not I think a that's James Bond enemy. as well. Anyway, I don't know if it's important because what is important? They take the fish man home. Uh, home. Yeah, and she runs him a would. bath. Yeah, and puts some. Salt he gives and her stuff in a there. box of that stuff that we don't know what it is, mm. and says he needs one of these once a week. Was it or something? He needs yeah. an exact dose, and but, she's just lobbing it in there. Isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, no, it's one of those, but it's five percent saline, eye. and she just she gets okay. table salt and goes, yeah. chucks it in. Yeah, ish. Um, no wonder he gets ill. Soon enough, he does, but n- not before he's eaten a cat. Oh, and that's then my, well, that was my favourite scene. And then eating another pussy. <laughs> He go, he, well, they they yeah. they go off together under well, the water. She, of the, well, no, she she. The we should talk about the cat. Bit, come on, come on, because that's important. He, <laughs> she's gone yeah. off to work, and mateys Giles Giles is there, supposed to be babysitting, and yeah, one job. The creature it's just called the creature, isn't it? Or the the, the asset. asset. I mean, the asset. He. <laughs> He goes and checks the bath. He's not there, and he's like, oh. And he goes out into the lounge, and he's got the cat, and he's just eating its head, just like clean off. He just and he's like, hey, <laughs> what? It's what? pretty graphic. Yeah, it was really it's noisy. Yeah, yeah. It's noisy and graphic, and and then he swipes at Giles as well and gives him a slash mark, and then he sort of apologizes by putting his hand on his head and his hand. I on think his... that's in a later scene. Later, like, it's yeah, later, yeah. He, he barges past him. It's and goes, a cat thing. He's and in... storms out the. It wasn't a, apparent at the time, but he storms out the apartment. <laughs> yeah, um, I thought he just like pissed off back to the bathroom but no he, he's left the apartment yeah 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 well, there's constantly movies playing yeah. and tv because giles rings the laboratory and gets eliza on the phone and explains listen he, he's he's done a runner you need to get back so yeah she comes back and finds him in the in the theater she sees like a blood stain on the door finds him it's in the lovely. theater <laughs> takes him back to the the apartment and bangs him yeah <laughs> yeah it's so horny she, yeah she blocks off all the cracks and the the whatever in the door and all that stuff yeah. and she runs all the taps in mm. the bath and all the she fills the whole room up blatant disregard f- for and you see his smooth fucking- genitals and i thought like does she not fuck him in the bath first does she? She's already yeah. She gets the in the second bath one. with him and then goes into work the next the day second, and tells Zelda yeah, because she explains how the whole. She, so she unlike the like other films we've been open. watching recently, where we've seen penis. Yes, yeah, so there's like you a don't smooth get to see pod, his penis. She she does it like open up and something and then like mm. something pops yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's a shame you don't get to see his death. That would have been good to no, see. No, I enjoyed that. that. I yeah. enjoyed that. Because I was wondering, it answers the question, because you see them having a cuddle or whatever, and you see his like smooth pod thing. And I thought straight away, he's got no dick. And then yeah. she really well mimes it. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> the second one is where she but, she rolls up a towel, and which would not... No. categorically not work as it does in the film and we, are you willing to suspend your disbelief <laughs> bearing in mind it's got a sea creature in it or no it's like kung fu panda it's that film is bullshit because there's no way he would have learned kung fu in that amount of time well no you're absolutely right there's no he's not and magical. a panda can't jump that high no so that's nonsense so no i'm not willing to okay but in any case she does flood the bathroom and obviously giles is like where the fuck's all this water coming from you see it pouring down into the, mm. the movie theater she below. Reads. i mean that's it's really, very yeah. fucking disregard for the property um and he opens the door and catches them at it basically but he's like happy for her yeah and just yeah but and that i mean None the jump from we've rescued this yeah it's creature quick to they don't have go a out for dinner or nothing quick isn't it it's like he fucks on first dates. He, he, he doesn't judge. The, yeah, there is yeah. there is like a quite sort of obvious lack of judgment or concern by both like Giles and Zelda that she's yeah. having sex with this like scene. Yeah, I'm Giles. Fish, I'm opening the door <laughs> to that scene. I'd be like, "What the fuck is this? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god!" And he just like smiles and smiles closes the door. And closes yeah. Oh, the you kids! Yeah. yeah, just fucking in yeah. my bathroom. And Zelda's kind of like going, "Like, oh, tell us about it." Like, <laughs> you yeah. fucking weirdo! This is bestiality. <laughs> What the she fuck? tells her colleague Zelda about it, like we say, with the miming. Yeah. And she is pretty fucking understanding about it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you were like, oh, you know that porpoise we brought home? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> fucked its blowhole. Yeah. You'd be like, uh, uh, okay. okay. <laughs> a good time for anyone to tell like a story if they've done that with an animal at all. You've worked at the zoo, Dan. Yeah, but uh, nothing like that's going no. on. But they, we used no. to Come tell on. a story. I wish that, I hope this guy listens to the pod about a guy called Charles. And we used to say it where he was raped by a dolphin. <laughs> that was it. That was it. But we maintained it and told it to everyone. So, you know, it, it became, became True. Became true. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. So, what happens at this? There's oh, a musical number. Yes, and they have this a very for tender me moment. is is really just shows how baffling this movie is to it. Like it's. Were you hoping it was sings, a song from Fisher King? Well, it goes kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it goes kind of black and white, right? Yeah. Doesn't yeah. it? And then she starts singing. Yeah. And you're like, oh. And then it becomes this big musical number. But the song she's singing is You'll Never Know. You'll mm. never know how much I love you. You'll never know just how much I care. Literally saying, you're just the dumb, sentient sea creature that eats eggs. And you'll never know what or I'm doing. Or was it more than articulated? Yeah. It, I, I, no. took it as, I took it as that. Not she that just, like, but then she could have just written it like, down. Yeah, I know. I, well, I, I wouldn't think have she, been able to read she, it. Like yeah, because he was a dumb sea creature. Yeah. No, he's because he's, he's a god. He's not he just is. a dumb sea creature. He like, I mean, he say he ate a cat's head, right? That's like <laughs> not a normal thing to do. Obviously, at some point they said, "Look, you can't really do that, mate." And he then in the in a later scene, he's like trying to sort of like stroke the cats and be gentle with them. He's Which learned is what very, he does to mate. Yeah. he does the cat. Stroke, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't take that as like she's you like taking the words sort of literally like this. You're really fucking <laughs> stupid. You're never going to understand. Like, bit like you know, with Patterson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. I took it as yeah, like she can't exactly. She absolutely literally cannot articulate how much she loves him and yeah. all the ways and the on the level that she loves him i like my reading better i think it it, it plays down the 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 like the main fe- feature of this film which that is the he's romance. a fish man and she fucked him that's what's there's, going you, right, come on, get, like 
because you, you know that the the meaning and the point of this film is is that the, there is one. Yeah, but that it is seriously about... undermined by the fact that she fucks a fish. I mean, <laughs> like it's all about uh, the brave thing that it does at least try and do is that it's talking about a period in history when black people mm. and homosexual people yeah. didn't have a voice and, and they're the fuckers. two biggest yeah. voices in it. But they t- yeah, fish it in with a fish fucking movie. What the fuck? There's obviously an investigation going on all the while that this is the fish fucking is happening about where's our asset gone um the higher up saying you've got to get that fucker back you know there we have dimitri meeting with his um handlers so they're, they're trying to establish exactly what's going on um he's he's feeling threatened by him i know there's one there's one bit where he's got the knife sort of hidden yeah by his yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they come to his house yeah. yeah but i thought that there wasn't like mastermind like strike you know like they keep saying strike squad or something that have yeah. taken you know it's just some fucking idiots that have just done a smash and grab raid on the yeah. place yeah, well, that, that's uh, why they get away with it they the get laundry basket boost yeah. yeah and um octavius she says oh, if they ask me i you know, i'm a terrible liar i'm just gonna I'm, I'm not and then they ask her and she's completely fine she's just yeah. like yeah oh, i don't know anything about it and uh, neither does she and you're like well that yeah. wasn't what i just think said. it's supposed to be part of the silly fantasy right but I think basically you're supposed to just go with it for all of yeah. that stuff because because that's it. After they've they've they busted him out, they turn back up to work, pretended nothing's wrong, and get questioned, get away with it. But eventually, Strickland is on the case anyway, isn't he? He, he, he goes yeah, eventually to, he's going bound to figure he, it out. He, he he figures it out and he goes and he, he well, shoots he, he the Russian. He doesn't figure out that. Eliza and no, Zell really. have got anything to do. He figures out that the Russian, like, he doesn't know that this guy's Russian. He says that he's got a lead to Hofstetler or whatever his no. name is, but he, he he alludes that he's, he, it might be a bluff. He might not be onto him, but he kind of suggests that he's onto him. He wants this guy followed, has him followed, and then that's where it, it becomes apparent yeah. that he's, you know, he's a KGB agent. But at this point, he hasn't, he's still, because when he's got, he goes he's, to he's, fucking, the, he's like fingering his bullet holes. He goes to, he goes <laughs> to the like, meeting with the handlers, doesn't he? Yeah. Shoots them, shoots him a couple of times, and yeah, drags him away by the yeah, bullet hole and then starts fingering the same the, thing the, that happens in Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, uh, okay. It's, it's the same. Like fingers the hole in his stomach, and he's still at this stage, like you know, give me the names. I ranks didn't think and, he would give him up, and he does. Yeah, and he does. He's getting his holes fingered. Yeah, but I thought you know, <laughs> see it out. Bit, bit did, more metal than that. Yeah, he probably had worse happen to him in like a Russian school or whatever, but. Anyway, he gives up the the cleaners, and Strickland goes round to Zelda's house first to mm. so meet see Zelda and and her husband. And it's Brewster, the, yeah, yeah, Brewster, the, yeah. Her husband eventually gives him up, doesn't he? Yeah, and then he goes to their apartment. She's already made for the docks, yeah, and has conveniently wrote it, that down on a piece of paper on on the calendar. Yeah, it wasn't docks. a great idea if you're going to move a sea creature to write down when so, you're doing yeah. it. Yeah, but where are you going to do it? I mean, it's in, it's in that many places anyway. Docks. Yeah, he got the right yeah, place. True, but... And just just as he's about to say his goodbyes and jump into the water, he, he gets a bullet, and so does she, from Strickland yeah. on this kind of rainy dock side. We've already seen, though, that he has healing capabilities oh, yeah, when yeah. he stuck the head his hand yeah. on he, his hand he's, he's, he's helping yeah. matey get his hair back and yeah. also he he Healed fixes the, the scratch he wasn't he able to um fix the headless cat <laughs> no <laughs> that would have been that would have been veering into like paul territory yeah the simon Pegg movie yeah, yeah then. right but he fixed, you seen, you've seen that? Wolverine. i have seen yeah. it yeah he, he brings the bird back to life 
I, I don't remember and much about stuff that film. Into his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he uses his healing power again. Yeah, and heals everyone, kicks ass, and jumps into the water. Well, he he heals himself first, and yeah. then picks her up. Just like him, isn't it? Yeah. Himself first. Well, it'd be no use him no. not healing himself first. <laughs> dying. dying and then trying to resurrect. So yeah. he, he, like, I think he does that in the right order. He doesn't heal her straight away. No. No, he jumps into the water with her. And then you sort of have this, like, sort of, sort of prolonged scene of her under the water. And then Giles takes over as the narrator again, mm. which he, he did in the beginning. Well, he's, he's smashed Strickland in the head with a. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, the, 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 the sea creature has sliced Strickland's throat at this point as well, mm-hmm. and Zelda's rocked up with the with the cops in tow. Yeah, jumps in the water, and then as a, yeah, like Giles comes back in as as the narrator, and and th- this was this was the bit that then I kind of started thinking because you see what you know, you see something happen like the the creature, the asset, like embraces mm. Eliza. And she, you know, you see like the glowing bits that is yeah. usually the sign that he's healing Jeez. something. Yeah. And all of a sudden the scars on her neck open up yeah. like gills. And she sort of, you know, comes back to life. And sort of Giles is narrating that, you know, it's, it's, he leaves, it's ambiguous what he's saying. I, don't, I haven't got the exact like transcript of it, but it's along the lines of, I'd like to, I, I like to believe that, that, you know, he saved her and that they lived happily ever after and leaves it kind of ambiguous. I mean, you mm. don't know. It alludes to there was never a body found or anything. So it, she could have just died and the sea creature pissed off or. I ate her. Yeah, it could have eaten. But could no, I think. Her. Yeah, that's definitely possible. Yeah. Those Illuminous bits were just done with UV, which is, I thought was good i looked at how they kind of went and made a bit of the film and you think, think about it's doing all that lights yeah could do you know yeah. it's just on the roof there brightening up but yeah. that was you know because it was such a, a you know the, the glowing and everything that was the the big scene he's healing and he's mm. he can do as you say not just you know he can regenerate the the hair in that guy's head and everything yeah. so oh, I, thought, I thought that was that was that was clever you know but how, what, did, how you, did that. what did you think overall of the movie i really liked it i genuinely really really liked it i was like i wasn't sort of i mean i i don't know what you guys think and i haven't sort Mm. of i i didn't go into it thinking there's a secret you guys have probably seen a million fucking films with like superheroes like aquaman and stuff like that it's like it's it's nowhere near he wasn't as cool as that yeah like or whatever (laughs) but that is different to this movie i would say it's very very different I took it as that the overriding message of the film, and even though it's done in an extreme way, is that you know love comes in all show. You can't help who you fall in love with. It's it's like right, it, obviously it's extreme, but the fact that you know that, that there's kind of this this race there's elements of racism in it, there's elements of homophobia in it. It's another film that similar to ones that we've. I don't mean in in the way that it's portrayed, but it's similar to ones that we've watched recently where. Mm. It's about acceptance and understanding, and Zelda is very understanding of the fact. It's like, look, listen, this this girl has like fucked a fish. Forget the fact, right? <laughs> I, I know, I know you're being facetious. There, I'm right? not. I'm not. Right, I'm because not. For, park the fact of like what he is for the time being. This is a girl who has had no, seemingly no love, uh, like in her life. A little bit like the girl we were talking about in uh, the Fisher King, like mm. previously. 
she's had no kind of intimacy. She's obviously like she's buffing herself off every morning. Mm. It's it's mentioned that she's had no intimacy. She's had no kind of like love or tenderness. I think Giles loves her, but is is not in that way because he's homosexual. And eventually she has stumbled upon somebody in her life who she understands and who understands her because they cannot communicate through normal means. They are misunderstood creatures, one far more extreme than the other. And she resonates with him. And that's what I took from the film was that the message is it's not okay necessarily to fuck fish, but you can't help (laughs) If, you you, if you're in, compelled to do it, then it's you fine. you fall in love with. And the understanding of the people that are around her is that, you know, this is this is a fantasy film. It's not meant to be taken to- solely at face value, but I believe that there was a, a But a, there a is meaning. a literal thing as well, though, and I think that is the problem. It seriously undermines... When you've got a subtext that's about something that is massively undermined by what's literally happening on screen i think it just takes away all the kind of authenticity to it all as well and when it's all like wrapped up in a satire that's kind of broad and simple and the themes are like obvious and heavy-handed and it's like i don't know it just oscar winner i know i know this, I mean, it, it won, didn't it? It won mm. the, the Oscars. Okay, yeah, I think I, it's I, got like what, a really what? childish version and a really like infantile version of what love is, basically. And it's like about soulmates and shit like that. Ooh, it's like really but why is that? Hang on, why is that infantile? Like, surely that's the purest form of it. It's that, that these two people are absolutely infatuated if with each other. If you believe in that, but life is much more complicated. I don't believe in things like soulmates. I do believe that people can get on brilliantly together. Yeah. I, don't, I don't like, but the, what? Like your, I don't believe in a soul. So what, no, I can't say I'm, that there's I'm not a soul. Suggesting that, no, but it doesn't like love doesn't have to be like. Oh, you really like the same films, or you really like going out for the you know similar well, it meals, isn't or, that. It isn't or anything. That. No, it's not at all. It's just it's a it's a, a mutual attraction, like and the one that's like almost like overwhelming well, to the point it, where you cannot. Yeah, but that's you, just you part of it. She's not going to have a whole life with this fucking fish man. Like, let's say they go for a couple of weeks and it's lovely. They all swim off and all that goes yeah. going flapping off and everything's beautiful. And then a couple of weeks yeah. later, she's like, "Right, uh, I'm going to get a job, I think." Or and then fish man's like, "Egg, egg." So there's there's another possible take on it is that she is more uh, well, akin to her, him than she is to other humans because so that's my question has she always been a fish i i believe I think that's the idea isn't yeah. it I, I took from it that she is of a you know she's a similar whatever the word like creature Amphibious. breed species. whatever species that's she the word she was found by the for. river wasn't she? she was found by the river she's got these scars that aren't immediately it's not immediately apparent that they will then un- end up being gills i didn't give it any thought during the film at the end they open up as gills she's not she's she is a misfit in what is the the normal world and she has encountered somebody who she's immediately drawn to who she feels she has more in common with than anyone else and that's who she ends up going away with so i again i took whether that's the right take or not i took that she actually is more akin to his species and therefore has found her not soulmate, but, but, but someone... But why couldn't they just make it on the grounds of compassion alone? It doesn't have to be a sexual thing that makes it a bit weird. It's like if Free Willy ended with the guy giving him, a, you know, the <laughs> whale giving him a hand job or something out of gratitude. It's just weird. 
It's weird. Yeah, I'm, it's a, it's a, like I say, it's a fantasy film. There, there, there have been things I've watched in films that have been just as weird as that, and and or weirder. And I've not gone, oh, that's ruined the entire film for me. No, it didn't. It didn't. And there's loads I really liked in yeah. this. Yeah, I think just, uh, you know, you're talking about Oscars. I don't know which ones it uh, was. Well, I, I just, I just found it. that think, out for you. It, right, the, it was film. up against the the Darkest Hour, Dunkirk. See, that's brilliant, uh, Dunkirk. And get three out bill, as well. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, mm. which I thought was, was it was a shock. It was a shock winner. Mm. Get they're out. All, they're the all post better movies than this. I didn't mm. see that. was up for it as well. Phantom Thread, which I started to watch and actually... Is that a Wes? It's Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, with um, Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, so I, I expected it. it to win a load of awards for, you know, the visual stuff, the, you know, like the... the filming the fucking, all the stuff that i don't know anything about and i and i you know but but it, you it's, can it's enjoy a stunning, it though. stunning yeah. looking film mm. so i i, I thought it was detailed and and looked good in that sense but the color palette was just so drab it kind of ground me down i i thought i was glad it had fish fucking in it because it was something to <laughs> it was quite horny yeah and it was just something to hang your hat on because it was just it gave it a bit of interest i honestly thought it was pretty boring to be honest with you i thought some of the the themes were fairly heavy-handed mm. and, and obvious and i've just i was surprised that the, the film had so much hype i thought loads of guillermo del toro stuff is better than this apart from the weirdness of it i just didn't think there was much about it to be honest it was only okay for me okay that's so weird because I really enjoyed all the visual mm. stuff in it. It wasn't I, bad. I just and like it was all just the like... meta references. I didn't know them all, but I liked its love of cinema and I liked the fact that the idea that the movie magic was seeping up into mm. her world as much as the water was seeping back down into the theatre and all that. You know, just there was loads of cool stuff like that. But it's a weird movie. It's yeah. a weird. She fucks a fish, man. <laughs> she does, but it's you know I that. There are lots of fantasy films right, where everything is is you know exaggerated or or out there or whatever, and obviously it's not meant to be taken totally at face value. Like here's a biopic of the woman who fucked a fish. It's that isn't no. the what story. What do you reckon if it had been me. the other way around? It being a no, no, no. I, I thought exactly that. It absolutely could not happen. Like a a, a man fucking a it. fish woman. I don't. It, it would not. No. <laughs> it wouldn't be. Except, but that's a, like as mad as this. I think that's just a, a sort of a, a society thing. Oh, that's quite good. Yeah, I was, I I was hoping what, there'd be more yeah. fish puns. I didn't know what, what where the right scale. place was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I was much the same as you actually, Sidey. I, I was, I'd seen this before, and I struggled through it the first time. So I was thrilled when you put it on it again, <laughs> and you had um, to pay for it, and it then I had to better. pay for it again. I'm going to nominate think it I'm, again oh, this yeah, time. Perfect. <laughs> And and so I kind of thought I knew what I was getting because mm. I yeah. thought, oh, I've seen it. You know, I, I'd, I'd seen it once. Didn't think I'd be revisiting it. And it was the same kind of thing, the same feeling I got the, the second time watching it. No worse. There was lots to enjoy on it. And I, you know, the... The visuals I liked. I liked the performances. I really liked that Sally Hawkins. She was also in Made in Dagnum, I think, was a show that I'd seen that I really liked her in. And it was bizarre. You know, it was definitely bizarre. It was like, but, and I got the messages from it. And some of the, you know, some of those messages, like, yeah, you 
him buying the Cadillac at that point, you know, where he's got to go and buy something, even yeah. though it wasn't his colour. He, he just needed to go and make yeah. himself feel good. And, mm. and those kind of messages coming through, I thought, oh, they were okay and I got it. But it just, I didn't connect with it. I just struggled through it again, really, looking at the watch and, you know, and it... it it won an Oscar, which surprised me. I think the it, it came me. in at the height. You know, it came in quite high hyped in my mind when mm. I first watched. I thought, oh, you know, mm. settle down and watch this the first time through, and and maybe it was the hype that mm. that killed it for me. So um, I missed all of that, and I haven't. You've just listed a load of films that it was up against that I understand are very very strong films, but I've not seen any of them. So mm-hmm. I went into this completely. I knew nothing about it. Never heard. Never heard any of the hype. And sometimes the better yeah, way I, to go into one of these films, and then you're nicely surprised when you see yeah. something. But lubricated, lubricated. Yeah. yeah, but when I'd heard, I'd heard it was the Oscar winner, and then gone and watched it, and yeah, it wasn't that strong for me. So maybe I'm judging it too harshly based on that uh, criteria. But yeah, still, it it was just a bit meh for me. Friend friend of the pod, Kevin Smith. He's a big fan. He said. Um, Seeing something as beautiful as this makes me feel stupid for ever calling mm. myself a director. Mm. But you directed Tusk, so, you know. No, I think you still so, got it, Kev. Don't be so well, hard on yourself. He should have had someone fuck the walrus, and that would have worked better. I now. think that was the plan. Mm. Was, um, <laughs> the Let's Talk Numbers budget for this was 19.4 million US. It seems cheap, really, that doesn't does it, considering yeah, how yeah, amazing how it, it looks. Yeah. There was one scene, I don't know whether you caught it, with the... Two drops of rain, I think, on the windshield yeah. of a car. It's after it's the first fuck. And it's, yeah. yeah. And yeah. she's controlling water there, isn't she? In that she? kind of yeah, scene. Yeah, that's what I thought, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, it's it's a very wet film into, with yeah. all the rain and the water and everything mm. else. And, yeah. Masturbating. Ooh, <laughs> um, so, nine, a, a snip at 19.4. I suppose there's no massive stars. Michael Shannon, probably the biggest star in this. Do you think it was the winner or loser of the box mm. office? Yeah, well, I... I I think it probably has is ten times made up. yeah made a lot more money than in twenty is it is yeah. it ten times ten yeah. times uh, nine one hundred ninety five so yeah pretty, pretty bang much. on ten wow. times it's yeah dollars, I mean so. amazing amazing amount of money to make from this movie how so, much did Waterworld cost oh so two hundred million a lot this yeah. what this made <laughs> yeah yeah throwing some fish fucking and an Oscar winner you you're gonna make a bit of money on that it's bizarre though. Oh, a, a lot of those movies we talked about are a lot better than this. Pete, I had high hopes for this just from the title, which was well. So I went in. I went into this half semi blind because I've seen the film. I haven't. Captain Underpants. So which there's is, a book. This book. I've never. Yeah. Probably the book, then the film, then the series. I think happen? it was a series of books. Was it? Or just one book. I, I don't, don't know. know. I know there was... But yeah, yeah. So then there was a film and then they made this as they have done. Yeah. I really liked the film to, to the point that I, I enjoyed it enough, but my my boys watched it and loads of like mm. fart and toilet humour gags and stuff. But like enough for me to kind of, enough humour in it. The film is better is what I will say. Right, and okay. obviously Weird Al Yankovic does the, the theme tune for it as well, which is pretty yeah, strong. Right. So this was something that my boys had watched the 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 tv series hmm. 
off the back of having seen the film, then they found this, and then they were what my six year old kind of stopped watching it after a couple, but my four year old carried on. Wow. And he jumped back on board with this when I said, Look, do you want to? I'm going to watch this. Do you want to watch it with me? And he watched it and like thought it was kind of mm. entertaining again. I made uh, Nelly sit and watch this with me. Yeah, I made Manon watch it with me. Yeah. Yeah, I thought she would. I thought she would. Have like we said it. the title of it? The Epic Tales of Captain Underpants. We have now. And this particular episode, season one, episode one, and it's called Farting Fabulous. Or Captain like Underpants and the Frenzied Farts of Flabby Flabulous. <laughs> yeah, it's a great yeah. title. <laughs> Captain Underpants is the head teacher yeah. of their school. Yeah, who they can Control. transform into yeah. Captain Underpants. Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't know. I'd heard of the books, but I. Yeah not heard the backstory well, in, in, in the in the film how he becomes captain underpants is they so they they do you see his origin books. story yeah 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 so they they do their own comic books which i thought you two especially would like this well they say it comic, in the theme comic music book thing. yeah yeah yeah. they they, they kind do of give a bit they do the, they they do a whole film of that basically effectively yeah well oh, no the, the yeah, whole I'm in for that so the how they well, they're basically they're in trouble again they're in front of the headmaster and in, in like an act of desperation one of them has has got a, a ring out of a um, cornflakes packet like a cereal yeah. packet they make their own like hypno ring and so he like in a desperate sort of like act to get out of detention or whatever he just points the ring at him and it works and it hypnotizes him and they 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 strip like, him naked they turn it well they say they basically like i think he's already read like they've got a copy he's already of taking his clothes off because <laughs> <he's got laughs> yeah. it's a bit college yeah they've got their comic book which is captain underpants because they draw yeah. these comics and he then adopts the the sort mm. of like alter ego yeah. of captain underpants which is it's quite funny he's fat in underpants and he's got a cape he's like and he's a complete idiot does his hair shape? disappear um, he's only got. I think he's got a, a toupee that sits right. on the top of his egg-like. Yeah, yeah he's like egg-shaped, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. In this, I don't know if it does in the film, but his desk has a sign on it that says "Hope Dies Here." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> the two kids are George Beard and Harold Hutchins. Yeah, and they're just sort of permanently joke, permanently joking around, really. Yeah. Aren't they? yeah. In this one, I, I like. I like how they the movie, they but... introduce them. He goes, oh, he's the one with the crazy hairstyle and he's the one with the neat hairstyle or something like that. Yeah. Even though, just for kids, you know, because they, they don't distinguish with the, the colour yeah. of each of them. They just point them out by their hairstyles. I mm. thought that was a nice touch. Yeah. There's there's a few other characters that we get introduced to and I can't remember their names. One's a sort of nerdy Melvin. Um, kid, yeah, Melvin, yeah, yeah, who's yeah. got his sort of invention. So the episode's about 25 minutes long yeah. and there's loads and loads of enough. stuff going on. Yeah. And you're sort of wondering, how is this all going to like tie together? Because Melvin's invented this... The pump it up in order. <laughs> yeah, which he initially uses on his arms. So he gets these enormously strong like Popeye-style arms. Yeah, because they have to pass PE. Yeah. yeah. The misdemeanor. Yeah. Which I think is the name of a porn star as well. <laughs> they, they flirted with this a couple of times with the, the names. He 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 says to pass PE, you got to move this scale, and it's got these yeah. like, arms on it, and it's so heavy that he he like tries to use he his could, ass. He couldn't do it himself. <laughs> to move yeah. it. He couldn't even do it himself, even with his big ass. And anyway, yeah, he gets the pump it up in Ata, doesn't he? To well, make his yeah, arms there's, there's there's loads of excuses. All the kids are coming up with excuses of why they're not going to take part. <laughs> oh, no. so, what about the, <clears throat> the excuses are great. Yeah, the, the girl with the har. I've got great har. 
har, har, har. Which she says it's like a religious ha- holiday, basically. That's what she intimates with her har har. She's celebrating har. That was so, my daughter's but, but she favorite keeps, bit. She keeps cropping up, and I wasn't sure if you, you know if she was just someone who is throughout the whole series just keeps going about her har. She's yeah. not in the film. Okay, and then obviously <coughs> Melvin, he has his super strong arm, so he's able to move it. He breaks the lever yeah as goes... he walks over he's unbalanced because his arms are so big and he falls <laughs> flat on his face but there's yeah there's so much going on yeah. and they obviously can't think of an excuse and they're going to have to do pe for 22 years yeah. and perpetual detentions until they get enough pe credits to move on mm. and they kind of argue it even though it's because it, it's yeah. a silly point and then they you know they end up just going out and and doing it anyway don't they but then the the pumpinator somehow gets sucked <laughs> up the ass of the well they end up the gym in, instructor in the head teacher's office and hope dies here they've they've done a comic book of flabby flabulous, flabulous yeah which the pe teacher gets wind of he finds it and the head teachers go nuts, and they have a, a scream off They're about both- who's the angriest, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, which goes on for ages. And as the PE teacher leaves the room and catches them, he kind of falls onto the pump it upinator with his ass. Yeah. <laughs> And his ass becomes a big, massive. Yeah, like it, it's it all a divided. Bit like, in, yeah, isn't it? And this the animation all changes. New Hope. It was chapter four. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, th- this was clever as well. Wasn't I really it? liked it because it's fucking zany. It's loud. It's like it's like an Edgar Wright sort of editing style. Yeah. Of like bang, bang, bang. But sometimes it goes to live action. Like it would be sock puppets. Yeah, yeah. Band, which I thought was fucking brilliant. Or a flip book. Yeah, and, and they then was it Patton Oswalt doing the narration? No, Sean like Astin. Oh, Sean Astin. That's too close to Patterson. Don't say that. It's true. And and um, they say this bit's too violent, so we can only show you it through like a flipbook style yeah. animation, or this is too rude, so we have to do blah blah blah. So it keeps changing, and then the, it really gains momentum when the, I can't remember his name, the PE teacher, Mr. Mina, Mr. Mina, his <laughs> ass is now fucking enormous, and he becomes this sort of <laughs> super the, villain. The, the, who's the Viz character? Billy Bollocks, is it? Or yeah. uh, uh, Buster Gonad. Buster Gonad. Yeah, so yeah. his ass basically looks like that. Don't there was know? a couple of scenes, especially when he's in the air and yeah. he's about to land where it did look like two massive testes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just how they used yeah. to draw it in Viz. They have to wake up Captain Underpants, don't yeah. they, basically, yeah. to, to, to get him going. Yeah, well, he's um, trapped under the cabinet that he's been shaking in yeah, well, rage. Mr. Mina's come and crushing everything in his path and with chasing him ass. with his massive butt. So they, yeah. they release the... Cap- captain the, the captain who, as foretold in their comic book, yeah exactly um, who saves the day as well not this. before he has a he has a couple of farts like real loud yeah. smelly farts that... you see the gas is going up <laughs> in the nose yeah <laughs> my daughter really like that and it nearly threatens the girl is it jessica is that her name the one with fabulous hair oh, yeah <laughs> one hair one hair one is her yeah out she's place. talking about her hair despite yeah. her <laughs> Oh, and then yeah, it is. It turns out that the the captain is is sent into the air so high. He's, he's knocked out. Cold. He's knocked out cold from the fart or from the butt or or something like that. And he won't be able to fly. He's gonna. He's gonna. He, he can't fly down and, and safely land. So he's gonna crash. But then the har. So the har the goes in the pump. It <laughs> no, up it doesn't. Later. It doesn't because it it fakes it out. The har does get big. Mm. Yeah, uh, but he misses that, and they try to get yeah. him in a like water bath or bird it's t- feeding. Yeah, yeah, it's a tiny thing, little buckety thing, uh, which he misses. Yeah, he just hits ground, but water, of course, transforms him back into Mister the... Krupp. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
But then Professor her, her, her horror does go her is, in the pump up again is, because it becomes enormous. Yeah, it goes up two levels of horror. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's still hard. <laughs> it just doesn't save him. No. Great and also horror. we did kind of miss that in their like epic Man of Steel style yeah. confrontation. He gets punched around the world and collects oh, yeah. various flags. Because oh, that was their, that was their punishment to do a lap of the earth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to collect every, all the flags, yeah. 29,000 miles. Poignantly or importantly, by this time, Melvin's arms have shrunk back down to normal size. Mm. So it shows that the, the effects of the pump it up and eater or whatever it's called. <laughs> Do wear off. Yes. So thank God for that. <laughs> yeah, because he jumps on Mr. Krupp's head. Well, it's, yeah. It, with his big ass, but in the middle of it, it changes. And then he's just sitting with his, he's just sitting with his head. And they get a photo, which yeah. means that they don't have to do PE because yeah. they won't share it or. Well, they put they it up on the wall as a rent. teamwork, the yeah. teamwork poster. Yeah. 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 Oh, that, that thing outside the school is like, I smell, like, I smell my own feet. It's like there's always like a mm. motivational message outside. Yeah. And that, that in the film, that gets changed all the time right. in the scene. So they they just mess around with the words in that a lot, and yeah, but everything ends up being yeah. okay. And that's this it. was fucking great. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah. so good. Shock stuff really was. I, I enjoyed really it way. Like the film, you should watch the film. I definitely I, gonna watch the I'm film. gonna watch the film. Yeah. I, I I enjoyed it way more than my daughter. I would say. I had um, started watching it yesterday, and then for some reason we had to stop. So I had to watch it tonight as soon as my daughter got home from school. And she was straight away, can we watch another one? Can we watch another one? I was like, we can, but just not now. But yeah, we're definitely going back for more of this. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to turn it on again. I think it's even my boy. Which have you seen this. the film? It's, um, I've not seen the film, oh. no. I've not seen any of this. Or we'll uh, watch it. As I say, I was aware of the books. I kind of flicked through them, but they looked the same kind of animation as or drawings and things as Diary of the Wimpy Kid and all the other kind of stuff. But this, with its... As you say, the cutting, the editing, mm. the the different ways that they, they go from animation to to puppets and everything, it just kept my attention. And there was lots of little jokes that does we it do that in here. the movie? The, the it different... has like the flip book stuff and that. It doesn't have the. I don't think it has the sock puppets. I don't remember that. And it, it's got loads of like irreverent, weird. Just even like little it's touches, quite... like when Melvin walks the puppet alpinator out of the gym, he just. Instead of just turning and walking out, he walks it out round in a big circle. Just stuff like that. There's like yeah. no point in it. It's just there for sort of like a small visual gag. Yeah. And it's full of, it's crammed full of stuff like that. That The main like antagonist is Professor Poopy Pants in, in the <laughs> film. Which Strong. is a great name. Yeah. And it's like, he, he, I mentioned it in the, the, the toilets top five, the Turbo Toilet 3000 or whatever, which is one of Melvin's inventions. And uh, yeah, that becomes quite dangerous. But oh, I haven't enjoyed the kids' TV this much since probably Spirit. Oh, which was episode oh, one cool. Yeah. Cool. of our pod. Spirit's still on at uh, our house. It's not on ours. We've gone back to Paw Patrol. <sighs> but this will be uh, this will be on for a little while now. I think. Yeah, this was good. I uh, the movie's got Kevin Hart. Yeah, Kevin of the... Hart's the George. I think it's George character. George Beard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, great. So at least one good nomination, Pete. Possibly possibly two, maybe, I don't know. Next week we're kind of on a bit of a hiatus, although We don't know. We're, we're up in the we air. We will still we? have stuff for you, but basically I'm on holiday, so there'll be no one to edit, so we'll have um some other fun stuff going on as 
usual on release day so there's that to look forward to Riggs is going to do some nominations for sometime in the future but yeah I don't, I don't, I don't know, know what they are okay. and I'm going to leave it because it will be like a little bit of time and then I can really underwhelm everybody by my choices mm. okay I'm trying to think when I'll get time to watch anything but anyway we'll yeah, figure all that exactly. stuff out. We'll figure it out for now all that remains is to say Sidey signing out Riggs out Dan's gone Hi, <laughs> 